0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 40, the big four zero, here on the Whatnots re- Review Show, uh, where every week we have a different story to talk about. Could be a comic, could be a movie, could be something else. We rate it, we watch it, we do what we have to do. We come back here and talk about it. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as ever, by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good, Kyle. I've been snowed into my apartment for the
0: third day in a row. <laughs> yeah, we um, we didn't get much snow. We were supposed to, but we got like half an inch.
1: Oh my God, I think we have like <laughs> six plus inches out oh, there. It's hefty, like and it's not so yeah. terrible that I am literally stuck here, but I look outside and I'm like, uh, no, no, I don't want to try. Yeah, it's
0: it's one of those things like you could probably get to the store if you really wanted to. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, it did not snow much. It was supposed to snow all day yesterday and today, and it's not. But so <laughs> there you go. Disappointing, kind of. <laughs> um yeah, let's see. I mentioned this is episode 40. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about this week? We are talking about a little graphic novel
1: mm-hmm.
0: called Essex County by mm-hmm. Jeff Lemire. He did the art and he wrote it. Um, and it, it it was an interesting book. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on this. Um, well, if If people out there have not heard mm-hmm. of this, have not read it, Let's break it down for them really qu- quickly and just kind of describe what it is, what the basic plot thing is. Uh, and then we'll get into our spoiler section after that.
1: Yeah. Essex County is uh, an area in Canada. I think Ontario, Canada, maybe. It's, um, it's
0: all the same kind of.
1: It's kind of on the other side of (laughs) Michigan. Like I think at one point they described themselves as really not being terribly far away from Detroit. Yes. But it's this little rural community in Canada. And the graphic novel, it was three short stories about just different people and their lives – centering around this tiny rural community mm-hmm. and then this graphic novel includes some like a uh, bonus materials like little we- short stories that were supposed to be included and were deleted but he put them in for this like nice published version
0: yeah i think we read the deluxe v- mm-hmm. version uh which is the one that's on comiXology unlimited
1: yeah it's a really great deal it's a it's not terribly long but it's long enough that you're like boy i got this for free hooray yeah <laughs> <laughs> a great bargain
0: Exactly, um, yeah. So it's three short stories. The first one centers around this kid who's really into superhero mm-hmm. comics, uh, and his the the person that's raising him. They can't really connect, mm-hmm. uh, and so the story is kind of about him making a new friend and learning to grow up. Is kind of what yeah. it's about. Uh, the second one is about this older gentleman, uh, who is deaf and has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of going in and out of lucid moments. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to, like, he's, he's realizing this is happening. And so he's trying to recount this, like the story of his li- 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 life and everything that he's lost, um. And that that one I think was the longest one. That was like yeah, the, definitely. The, I, I don't want to say main story, but that that one had the most meat.
1: Yes, it had it. like three different parts to it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then the last one is uh, the story about like the 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 small town n- nurse mm-hmm. uh, and just c- kind of making her house ha- her her house calls. Yeah, uh, taking care of the locals um and 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 just it, it's it's very much a slice of life of of, yes. of her life and at the same time we get the story i think it's of her great grandma it's i think either so. her grandma yeah. or her great grandma and how she kind of came to live in essex county
1: yeah um, and that third story kind of pulls together some strings from the previous two stories and really makes it feel like this is a community. You're not just seeing three stories that happen to be set in the same place. Like there's a community th- that surrounds yeah. all of them.
0: Yeah. They they all take place in Essex County as mm-hmm. we kind of mentioned. Um, but they, the, the stories all kind of connect to in small ways. Um, there's a, a really neat scene that I'll, I'll, I'll talk about later on uh, where two of the characters meet just in. Yeah. Person um and they just exchange a, f- a few words and then move, move, move on uh and they don't know who each other is um but they're they're kind of related kind yeah
1: of. they are um,
0: so yeah um so it, it's it's an interesting book it's it's a weird one for me yes. because it's it's a sad book it is sad and i was not <laughs> expecting that um I, I, w- I was expecting more of uh like not mystery but like more of that stand by me kind of yes. 80s like here's a group of kids in Essex County doing their thing um, yeah, but that's Jeff, not what we got.
1: Because Jeff Lemire wrote Plutona which we covered yes. earlier on the show which definitely has that vibe and didn't he write something you did and I wasn't
0: on uh, did he do Iron or the War after
1: or like something no, else? No did not
0: um the How's other he things done? he's done uh he's done sweet tooth is an- another famous one of his what you might be thinking of melissa um we did a book called department h by matt kent uh-huh. and i mentioned on that that the artwork in that book looks a lot like Jeff okay William's artwork
1: okay i thought there was like something else you had talked about that he had written and i hadn't read that one and i was going to ask you is this more like that thing
0: yeah, he's he's done a whole b- 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 bunch of stuff. A- a- Essex County was, I-, I guess, the first thing that like won him a bunch of awards and okay. got like, the spotlight. Hey, who is this guy? You know, um, but uh, he's he- he's done a ton of stuff. Sweet Tooth is one that I've read and I really liked that that one. That's also worth checking out as well. Um, but yeah, it it was kind of a sad book. Yeah. Um. That being said, though, it's it's despite it kind of being about moving on or loss or just this you, you know this, this small town feeling, at the same time it was all kind of okay in the end. Like yeah, it has this very content feeling.
1: Yes, it's it feels kind of melancholy, but it's not downtrodden like there is hope for everything at the end of the story
0: yeah it's it's a good small town there's a good Mm -hmm. people um they just kind of want to help out and yeah lives you know so it's neat it's a good little book uh highly recommend checking it Mm -hmm. out i mentioned we read it on comixology unlimited Yeah, so if you are a subscriber to that you can go uh basically read it for free it's like the netflix of comics
1: yeah, Over it's so it's go, a pretty quick read. Uh, I read through the whole thing yesterday afternoon, which was nice that I was reading the story set in Canada while it was snowing, snowing. outside my window.
0: <laughs> there's lots of hockey in in, in the book, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, but there's hockey happening outside." <laughs> yes. So, oh, it's like I'm in the story now. <laughs> there you go. I am the captain now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of panels that are wordless, so you get a lot in it's this book, read. but it's. Yeah, it's a fast read.
0: Exactly. Well, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. uh, you can be watching this show live every yes. Sunday at noon Eastern time here on twitch.tv slash the whatnots. If you are not following us on Twitch, please go do so. Mm-hmm. Um, we could absolutely use your help. I think we have a very small, humble following of 26 followers or something like that. I'm not sure exactly. Uh, but if you can follow us on twitch that would be a huge help even yeah. if you do not usually watch the show mm-hmm. live that would be fantastic once again that's twitch.tv slash the whatnots uh you can also catch us live on our website uh the whatnots.com slash live streams uh and we put it up if you missed the live stream, that is a okay because yep. we put this up on Patreon mm-hmm. uh, ASAP after the live stream, so you can get it early. Uh, and then a couple days after that, we put it out to the public on YouTube and podcast services, including drum roll, please, Spotify.
1: Yeah, we are now on
0: Spotify, which is the neat. big green uh, one. Yeah, we, we used to be on Spotify a long time ago uh, before you joined, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got our RSS feed on Spotify, but we kind of abandoned that RSS feed because we were growing and we yeah. like rebranded our shows and stuff like that. So uh, we got all new RSS feeds and I have been slacking on getting uh, that up on Spotify. But I finally did. So if you guys like Spotify, if you use Spotify and mm-hmm. you want to get all of your stuff in one spot, there you go. We're on Spotify now. So have like fun all the with big that. shows. <laughs> exactly. Uh let's see. I, I I don't know what other housekeeping do we have. Mm-hmm. Uh if you haven't checked out our 3 year retrospective, still go it's check it out. fun. Yeah. That's a, l- a lot of fun. Last week Episode 39 of the review show was our first episode of 2019 mm-hmm. uh, in which we did all six of the mission impossible films.
1: <laughs>
0: so and it a was a drastic.
1: Blast. Yeah. A drastic change from last week to this.
0: Week. Yeah. <laughs> this
1: might be like the most disparate things we have done one week after another. <laughs> Maybe.
0: I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, completely different mm-hmm. tone, uh, stuff like that. Um, so I'm excited to get to talk about that. Uh, I think that's it though. Uh, yeah. Also, if you didn't know, go check out our other podcast, yes. The Captain's Log, which you can also find on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just our, our weekly off-topic show uh, where we do all sorts of shenanigans. I recently to- told a story in which I almost threw up on an ex-girlfriend of mine while uh, having sexy time with her. So (laughs) there you go. Uh, (laughs) Go check that out. Um, But yes, we we are about to get into spoiler territory Mm -hmm. right now. So if you haven't checked out uh, Essex County, go go do that right now. There's a lot to it. We'll be here. I mean, if you're on the the live stream right now and that book was like hey that sounds kind of interesting I want to check it out we probably won't be here when you get back but uh, for those of you listening on listening as a podcast or watching on YouTube we'll be here we'll be Mm -hmm. Helen that means bam spoiler alert this is your warning Uh, right now let's dive in Melissa, though, yes. where where do you want to begin? Because um, we, we have a couple different stories. Uh, was there anything that stood out that you want to talk about first, or did you just want to go, I, first story, let's d- dive in there.
1: I want to talk about the artwork first. Let's do it. I was really, this is really striking artwork. You told me it was like black and white, like fairly simple line drawings, but yep. it's very simple and like the first story in particular there's like no backgrounds practically like it's a lot of like characters in like the bare minimum yeah Yeah, like the bare minimum to represent space and the fact that they are out on just like a farm and it's like okay there's the land that's the horizon and there's one bird in the background that is what the background is (laughs) that kind of lends itself to that style and representation yeah but despite being really simple, like the faces are fantastic. They're really expressive, even with like a limited amount of lines. Like the first time you see Lester, who's the little boy Mm -hmm. who's featured in the first story, I think like you don't see his face for a little while. You're just seeing him like from a distance or like you're seeing, you know, you're looking at him from his back or whatever. But the first time you see his face, it's like, oh, that's a super cute, charming face, even with like very simplistic drawing. It's I was really impressed by it. It wasn't at all what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's really a style I'd go for, but it suited these stories really well. yeah, it's it's
0: it's very stylized, but mm. you, you mentioned that kind of simplification of of space, yeah, uh, which I, I I think works really well. like if if I were to picture this as a movie or as yeah. some kind of television adaption, yeah, like they would be on some gigantic farm where they own a lot of the land, and there's like nothing else around mm-hmm. them. And so, yeah, there's gonna there's gonna be this big sky, right? Yeah. There's there's gonna be these these open fields. Like it, it it leaves this this sense of 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 just hey, there's nothing here, and it's it's almost just like there's just this empty space. There's not much to do, but. Go play by the creek.
1: Yeah, and it really contributes to that sense of loneliness that's so pervasive, especially mm-hmm. in the first two stories, a little bit less in the third. But yeah, it makes you feel kind of lonely and isolated and desolate. Yeah. But also, even if there's like a bare minimum of backgrounds, you still get a you get a very strong vibe for where the story is set. Mm-hmm. Even if most of the art is focused on the characters, like not just in the writing but the art somehow, even if portraying the tiniest amount of the actual setting, you still feel that setting. Yeah, and
0: I I don't know how he did it, but he did it real well. <laughs> well, I, I I don't know if you read the thing at the end in 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 the like yeah. author bio. Uh, Jeff Lemire is actually from Essex yes. County, so he like has it in his bones or something, mm-hmm. you know. He's just like i'm I'm gonna take everything that I knew growing up, and bleh, there it is on the page mm-hmm. you know um yeah it's 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 one of those things like i I don't think he could have nailed it as perfectly as he did if he didn't live there right exactly yeah um it's it's just it's one of those things that he he knows in int int intimately because that's where he grew up mm-hmm. and he was like it's not just about the way the trees look or the way these characters look but it's the characters lives and yeah. the way things move and you know stuff like that which sounds strange to someone who is just like it's just a mm-hmm. comic book you know <laughs> um, no but, it's a lot yeah like there, there, there's there's just there's something about it that you really get a sense for the town uh, and the yes. people inside it um, which is good is good people often try to say oh the town is a character the city's a character you know but they mm-hmm. it, 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 that's often like the the it's it's the oh it's dark and gritty like <laughs> it, of, it's it's that same type of thing where mm-hmm. it's just like oh, okay I I understand what you mean but no <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, this, this actually nails it this is yeah, yeah I, I felt like Essex County had a lot of character to it mm-hmm um, just it, within the, the, the artwork. Yeah. Itself. Is it odd that as I was writing this, I kind of imagined it in color? It's it's not. It's in black yeah. and white. But I, I, I kind of saw everything just in my mind in color.
1: I don't know. I might have kind of done that.
0: Not that I wanted it. yeah color but i i i guess maybe that's a a compliment in the in the sense that like hey this this seems so authentic and so genuine i can actually imagine this Mm -hmm. um so 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 something like that might have been why it's like oh i'm i i'm kind of seeing it in color Mm Hmm. even though it's not so Mm -hmm. who knows who knows Mm -hmm. Uh, let's talk about Lester a bit, yeah. the main character of that first story. He's an interesting kid. I, I, I think he's he's one of the main characters that we talked about. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, that I I I I think was ta- was talked about the least in 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 the story because the his his whole story is there's there's things happening around him and he just kind of wants to be in his own little world um sounds like his his dad didn't stick around his mom has died so he's being raised uh (gasps) by by someone that he doesn't really understand or get along with and they can't Connect. Yeah
1: yeah it's his uh when his, his mom died and okay the the dying mom she's dying of cancer so she has like no hair left she has just a couple little lines on her head to represent hair and she's got like you know a big simple nose and big simple eyes and a big simple mouth and i'm looking at her and she just reminded me so much of Doug Funny like i was <laughs> Do you see it?
0: Yes. No. I was kind of now taken out of it. the.
1: I was kind of taken out of the sad mother dying of cancer. because I'm like, she, she looks like Doug funny. I'm.
0: I'm. I mean, people can have two, two, two dads. You, you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Doug Funny grew up and died of cancer. Oh Yeesh. no!
1: Yeah, a... not even pork <laughs> chop there by his side. No.
0: no. <laughs> Oil man can save him. <laughs> that's who Lester wants to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Lester is also quite Doug-like.
0: Yeah, yeah. very much so. Yeah. Which, um, speaking of Doug, fun fact: that cartoon is based around uh, Richmond, Virginia, which is where I live. It is. Yeah, there's a wow. high school not not too far from here, and that's supposed to be where it's based off of.
1: Wow, you live by real Bluffington.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's it's not that, and I forget which part of Richmond it's actually supposed to be. But, yeah. Anyways, back to <laughs> Essex County.
1: Um, yeah, the mom dies and leaves Lester in the care of her brother, because the parents are too old to take him in. And mm-hmm. dad kind of disappeared from the scene. Yeah. And then we find out who dad is and where dad went.
0: Mm-hmm. And we, we kind of don't find that out until, like, end of the second story or in the third story mm-hmm. is, is when you, you can kind of p- piece it together. Yeah. Who who his actual father is. Because that first one, they don't mention it. I I... I read that first story and still didn't know what to expect oh, with you the still, other two.
1: You still well, didn't get who the dad was at the end of the
0: first story. I, I kind of had a hint, but they didn't <laughs> say it. They 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 didn't say, "Hey, this is your dad." Like, I I I I I knew something was up. I'm like, there's something more about this guy <laughs> that we don't know yet. Um, so
1: like him saying the same like oh red sky at night sailor's delight and lester okay asking, well, did you ever have that, any kids and he's like mm, you... let's change the subject
0: so so that <laughs> that gives you the big hint but uh it's not until that last okay. line that you can kind of piece it together but then it's not it's it's still not explicit until like the end of the second or, or third story i forget when uh, but then, but then it's like, oh yeah, this actually is this guy's dad. It's not just yeah. a a coincidence to like yeah. give yeah. this kid hope or or something, you know?
1: Okay, um, that's true.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's because uh, we didn't see all of their time hanging out together. So it's uh, you know to to play devil's advocate, maybe Lester told him this yeah, saying and he's the one that started saying it yeah. and then they just both picked it up you know
1: that's true um, yeah it is strongly implied but you're right not yeah. explicitly stated until the third story that's his dad
0: yeah um but but, but yeah like I, I i knew something was up and something's mm. like okay they're not telling us everything here um but i i if, if you had to pick a favorite of the Strustor Horries, which one would you pick? Because I think I would pick the first one. I really like the third one. It's the
1: shortest one, and it's uh, kind of the least cohesive just because it is the last one, and it's doing a lot of pulling together the threads from the first two, and it's less of its own standalone story the way the first two are. Yeah. But I liked Anne best as the protagonist.
0: She's Out of good, Les-
1: yeah. Lester and Character. Lou is the protagonist of the second one. I liked Anne the most. I like that Anne had the most uh, positive attitude about everything. She was the mm-hmm. most optimistic. She was dealing with everything around her in like a pretty positive, healthy way. She was actively trying to help others. She had like hobbies, and she kind of had a life, and she had friends. She felt the most and maybe not like the deepest most emotional character but she ha- she felt the most well-rounded just as a person and i responded to that
0: yeah yeah i she's interesting because yeah she she is the one that inter- interacts with all of the yeah. other characters so yeah like if 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 this was a novel or a movie or something i feel like she would be a good like in character yeah. the one that hey i can relate to or or something because she's the one that sees this entire town, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but that's not to say she didn't have her own problems, like yeah. her husband is dead. Um, she can't really connect with her son, who's a little mm-hmm. bit older. He's more of the, like, rebellious 20-year-old still yeah. living in mom's basement, you know. Uh,
1: you're allowed to still live with your mom when you're 20.
0: I mean, sure, but like <laughs> It, it it's still it's still like he he was the one he has like like punk p- p- posters yeah. up and comic book posters up mm-hmm. and he has like the, the the scruffy beard and stuff and it just looks like <laughs> he's like off to work and gonna go smoke a, p- a, p- a pack of c- cigarettes yeah. you, you know so it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's just like all right dude like <laughs> time, t- time to find your own place you know yeah <laughs> um it's, it's especially if your mom can't really deal with you that much or you, you're you yeah. know you're, you're not helping her to deal with you you know um but anyways yeah she's the one that has the most positive mm-hmm. attitude and you're right that her st- story kind of ties everything up i think I, I i think i would go with the first one just because of how simple it is
1: it is yes
0: i i I think it's the simplest story and it's our first introduction to the world of essex Mm -hmm. county um but but it's it's it i i feel like it has the easiest conclusion i i maybe i'm 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 copping out by saying it's the simplest it's the easiest (laughs) it's the first one you know yeah um but I, I i I just I really like the moment of him taking off his cape and mask yeah. and him <laughs> hanging it up and kind of realizing, hey, I kind of need to be a little bit more responsible
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: it's it's not necessarily, hey, I need to uh move on um and 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 stuff like that, but you know it's it's uh it, 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 it's, it's
1: growing it's, up yeah
0: he just has other responsibilities maybe i can uh like c- connect with my u- u- uncle more mm. and stuff like that and it, i i just think it's it's a good con- con- conclusion for his st- story it's it's oddly happy even though it's still sad to see him kind of move on right
1: yeah i like the first story I'm still thinking about that like alien battle because like Lester wears like his cape and his masks. He's like, oh, aliens are coming to fight us. And then Jimmy, this uh, older man he befriends and has a connection with, is it blood? Yes. Spoiler alert, it's blood. That's his dad. <laughs> like Lester, um, uh, Jimmy plays along with us like, oh, well, if aliens are coming to get us, maybe we'd better build a fort. And the story kind of towards the end of it. It kind of takes this turn from like, you know, just something imaginary to like this uh, fantasy thing where like, yes, yeah. a UFO comes down and shoots them with a laser and like Jimmy dies and Lester like puts him on a raft and sends him down the creek is this like, you'd, you know, country funeral sort of thing. <laughs> but and I thought. Oh is this like a fantastical representation of some actual way that Jimmy is dying like did a hunter like shoot him with a stray bullet or something like that mm-hmm. but then in the third story which takes place after this there he is alive as normal like why why were you why did we have this imaginary scene where he died like i don't understand how that fits <laughs> into the whole thing
0: yeah, that that was a little, little, little strange, but they they did have their whole like imaginary war mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and so I yeah I I think it is more of the symbolic. Hey, I need to kind of move on. Okay, let's. Uh, I mean, it's because when when he hung up his cape, cape, he was kind of divorcing the idea that he's still a child. If that yeah, even though he still is, but it's also not that he's giving up on like who his new friend is or finding out who his dad is. He mm-hmm. didn't necessarily know when all of that was happening. Um And so it, it, yeah, it's just this idea of like, Hey man, I like, it was fun to hang out and play while it lasted, but I kind of need to put an end to this. Um, and and so, yeah, I mean, it, it just ends up being this symbolic death of like, okay, we're not going to speak. And then at the end, it's like, well, maybe we <laughs> kind of have to. Do. It's part of growing, growing yeah. up. I'm actually yeah. your dad.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I just felt like a whole imaginary, like, viking funeral like sending him away on a raft i'm like that seems like kind <laughs> of a lot and for just we're not talking anymore it felt yeah. very strong and i'm like there's this is a lot like i feel like i'm supposed to get more out of this than i am and i'm mostly just confused like oh i thought he really died and now he's he's still alive out there working the gas station <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's it's a good point. I guess I didn't really think about it until you mentioned it. So who knows? Mm -hmm. Who knows what happened? Maybe the intention was that he did die. And then it was like, Oh wait, I kind of want that guy to be more important. Let's bring him back. I mean, it's comic books after all. right? Yeah.
1: (laughs) If Jean Grey can come back, so can, you know, Jimmy.
0: Um, So story number two, I think we mentioned that's the biggest story. This is Mm -hmm. the most complex one, I think. Yes. Um, Well, yeah, I would say most complex. I was going to say maybe the third one because we have the parallel stories happening at the same Mm -hmm. time. But I guess second one, in my opinion, is the most complex because he's in and out of like what's real and what's not and stuff like that. Uh, which is, I guess, also like the first one. But still, uh, yeah, we get Lou. Good mm-hmm. old Lou. Lou I Yes. It's, or Lou yes. LeBouf or something like that? Mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf or something. Uh,
1: <laughs> Louis the Beef. Yeah,
0: Louis the Beef. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, that was an inter- interesting one. What did you think it's, about this second story? It's God. the... S- <laughs> dogs are barking nonstop.
1: I, that one had the most emotional highs and lows. Like, I think it's the mm-hmm. saddest of all three of them. Yeah. But when Lou is happy, like, you really feel it. Like, I love his relationship with hockey in uh-huh. this story. And I'm not a sports person, but I do love other people being passionate about sports and, like, right. how it just lights up their life and what it gives them. And that bit where he, like... You know, his, he's losing his hearing, he can't work his job anymore, and he's retired, but he needs something to keep himself busy, and he becomes, like, a little peewee hockey league coach that's yeah. so sweet. Like...
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's an inter—God damn. <laughs> <These dogs. laughs> I, I don't know if you guys can hear it on my mic. Maybe when I talk you can, because it can has the mic them. on. Yeah, but um, it— uh, one of the dogs if another one of them is on the bed the other one will just stand there and bark until until the other one gets off you guys can both be on the bed god damn it (laughs) um but so um there they go so i i i really liked this story um just because of all all the places it went yeah Um, it went everywhere from his hockey career to his relationship with his brother to uh him i I guess having an affair with his brother's wife that one Mm -hmm. time and how that ruined the relationship um and just that that tension of not knowing if uh the his niece is actually his daughter or not yeah. um and yeah like it's it, it's it it was a wild story mm mm-hmm. um i i kind of don't know where to dive in with this one just because there's so much that happened in a short amount of time which i i i guess is a testament to how good this story is because it was only i think 200 pages for that that second story um which which is not a lot and that Mm -hmm. that i i I think it packed in a lot of of content yeah within that um Uh, i want to just say
1: briefly that after spending so much time in the desolate countryside in the first story, I we loved get getting to go to yeah. like Toronto in the second story. That was like and it's also like beautifully simply illustrated. And it was just like a nice breath of fresh air to actually be in a civilization. Like, oh good, there's more than three people around at any given time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's sad to 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 kind of see see Lu go like that how you yeah. just just slowly one thing after another mm-hmm. just goes wrong or goes bad or it's like well that was my 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 dream but I guess that's not happening you know
1: yeah
0: um and yeah I the the weird thing for me with this story was the end of it when he kind of realizes Mm-hmm. that he's all alone and then the bird flies in which we learn about the we learn about the bird in the third story mm-hmm. um but he has this like odd smile that he like yeah. knows what the bird or like who the bird is <laughs> but like you have almost no reference for that at, at yeah least that we know so it was just like this why are you smiling at this bird like wh- what like have you gone crazy now too you know uh
1: i i liked the stuff with the bird because it doesn't really click for you until the third story you see yeah. the bird a lot in the first story but lesser's imaginary superhero is like a bird guy so you think of it as just like
0: a corollary to that like i did Lester- think of that
1: Yeah, like Lester is inspired by the bird, and the bird kind of flies around as this representation of how Lester wishes he could be free or how he wishes he could just do something bold and adventurous. And the bird is there a lot in the second story, and I didn't quite get it yet. And the third story clicks in. The bird is almost a representation of the past of Essex County and the surrounding area. It is like you know it's like um the stars in the lion king where mufasa's like those are your ancestors up yeah. there always watching over you that's yeah. kind of what this crow is it's always circling around and it just it carries with it the weight and the so wisdom you... of every past citizen of essex county and it's always watching over you in this kind of like guiding peaceful sort of way
0: yeah so 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 you felt it was kind of the embodiment of Essex yeah. county.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because
0: I, I I kind of read it as that is I I guess to be more precise in that it's not Essex county specifically but it was uh what's his name that uh screwed uh, the nun in the <laughs> third story.
1: <laughs> she wouldn't approve of you using that language Kyle.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? She's not around to hear it. So fuck that. <laughs> um, But uh, no, because like that was his pet bird. I'm sure it's not the exact same bird that is in through all these stories, but I like to imagine it is and that it's like it's his spirit that kind of like embodied that bird and is now watching over them. I think
1: it's definitely him, but I. So it's more like
0: more an an ancestor. Like, hey, here's your great, 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 great grandfather, you know? I think it's him, but it's also like it is picked up of okay,
1: the spirit of the larger area alongside just that one man whose name I don't remember. It started with a G. It's something uh, French.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think she described him as, as like burly and gross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's and this is in like 1917, so he's just some like old fur trapper guy. But yeah, yeah I think it's the spirit of the area and of its ancestry bound up into one, like one being, but that doesn't really click in until the third story. And so looking back on the second story, just as it is, I wonder if, okay, so Lou moved from Essex County to Toronto and he, after a while, like after his hockey career died and like he Mm -hmm. got the job driving the streetcar and he's like, the city isn't part of me. I am part of the city. The city has absorbed me.
0: I'm just one the bird tiny. Bird coming piece to eat him.
1: It. No, like
0: he's coming to absorb blue.
1: No, no. <laughs> he's lost his connection with the countryside entirely. And to think about it, like you're not really going to see a crow in the middle of a metropolitan city. A crow belongs in the country. So that's like, it is the spirit of his home come to like guide him home like oh i haven't seen you in so long here you are like now just at, as i left you home. yeah yeah mm-hmm. like i think it's also uh, before we learn about you know the history of the people and you know how they came to essex county i think it represents on a more simplistic level just the rural countryside like this is something i would never see in the city but here it is back out home in the country just this beautiful symbol of like freedom yeah
0: yeah you totally turn this into a horror comic if the (laughs) bird came to eat these people (laughs) 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 sounds like something jinji ito would make oh yeah um yeah that 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 one i think was I don't know. I'm I'm wondering if I should change my favorite story to that second one just because of how much there was. That one I think is the saddest one though. It is. Because yeah, it's it th- that guy really loses everything.
1: Yeah, and it's a combination of tragedy. Like uh he has this one-night affair with his brother's wife, and then she has this daughter, and it's not a hundred percent clear if that is his daughter or his niece. And then she has a son and, um, and then at the end, like the sister-in-law and the niece die in this terrible car accident. So it's like yeah. tragedy like that. But it's also just very small things. Like I do the same job every day. I go to the same bar yeah. every day. I slowly I lose my hearing and they have to keep turning up the sports TV and the bar. Like it's the slow every day sadness that just accumulates as he grows yeah. older
0: one thing I wanted to t- 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 say too is I, I like how that second story uh, kind of tr- tr- transitions between past and yeah, present, like what he's remembering versus what is actually happening now mm-hmm. uh, I, th- I think the one where it hit me the most of just like ooh that was a really good transition was when you find out about the accident oh um, yeah because I, I they they mention something about an accident and it's like okay well that's not a good sign i I wonder what's happening there and so then he starts to recount the like what happened or, or, or I i guess what he had been told of the mm-hmm. accident um and it starts to like he, he starts to k- kind of go into denial about it, I think. And it's just mm-hmm. like, he, like he's wondering wh- where they are and stuff like that. And it starts to flicker back and forth. And uh, the n- nurse, her name is A- 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 Anne, right? Mm-hmm. She's sitting there like, no, like they, they died I- 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 yeah. in, in, in accident. Um, and it, it, it's just like, oh, man fuck that that like that hits really hard that that one sucks Um,
1: my favorite transition is when he's thinking back to this affair he has with his brother's wife uh it's just after this big party like they won a hockey championship or something or they're going to the playoffs and they have this party and like the brother is like drunk like asleep drunk like not because he's an aggressive drunk just because he's kind of a teetotaler and he has a couple <laughs> beers and he's out. And so it's just Lou and Beth left and it starts snowing. And she's like, oh, let's go outside. Let's go up on the roof and let's watch it snow down over the city. And that's where they have sex, which seems like a bad idea to do it outside, outside in the snow on in, a roof.
0: In the cold. I don't know what
1: that's about, but Okay and when you feel the uh, urge man (laughs) (laughs) and you can see there's this big full moon up there and you see inside the moon is old lou's face like looking in like he's just punched a peephole into his own past and he's just peering down at this tiny like disastrous younger version of himself that's an incredible panel
0: yeah that that one was neat too um like that one and, and then as as he's kind of remembering it the background fades away and then she fades away and yeah it's just like and then there's just me
1: yeah like the lines become simpler and simpler until it's just like a couple like charcoal wisps in a box yeah like that's the last panel yeah
0: this would really be an, neat this would be an interesting film i i feel mm. like just uh just like a, a collection of these three short stories all in one film yeah um, it, it, it'd be interesting to see that so, uh i do want to ask about the kind of extra material that was in the book the uh-huh. two like secondary short stories that we got the boxing c- club one uh i would to know your thoughts on that and i guess the two-page what? Eddie Excuse Elephant me. ears. Oh, yes, that that that's the one. I was thinking of the. I, I, I guess it's also an extra mm. st- st- story, but that two-page one of Lester and I forget his father's name. He, Jimmy. Jimmy. Um, yeah. When they're in their hideout, and he is he he's like, so do you like any girls? <laughs> He's like, "Uh, no. He's like, oh, you do, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I know what that's like. Um,
1: Kyle, as a boy, is that something that happens to boys that a man is like, tell me what girls you like? Kind
0: of. (laughs) Really? I I mean, I I don't know. I mean, like, guys would talk about it when we had, like, sleepovers in, like, elementary school and middle school, stuff like that. (laughs)
1: because i uh, feel like that has happened to me way less times that like some aunt or somebody would be like so do you have a guy in your life it's happened to me way less than pop culture would lead me to believe it would I, and i'm just curious I, I, what your i th-
0: think it's is. enough of an awkward situation <laughs> that it sticks it like it horrifies people like yeah. oh god why is my aunt asking about my sex life <laughs> you know like no <laughs> Uh, but but uh that 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 was a funny one but yes, what did you think about the boxing club oh. short story
1: I liked it I liked that the back matter stories were a little bit quirkier they still <sighs> had that sat like that kind of melancholy to them, but they weren't as tragic as like the the second story was or a lot of the other stuff in the three main stories i like that it was a little bit weirder i was really intrigued by eddie elephant ears that's an interesting one it's so strange and it reminded me kind of like of wayside sideways stories from wayside school yeah i kind of remember those like just one weird like almost urban legend like larger than life tall tale kid that yeah, had a they, 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 thing they seemed
0: more them. like urban legends rather yeah. than like hey this is an actual story that yeah. happened
1: like the first three stories were this real slice of life or, and then I those extra back rural legends
0: that's <laughs> not in yeah. they're not in an urban setting
1: <laughs> yeah yeah Like the first three stories are this real slice of light, just like personal, small family drama stories. And the back matter stories, these bonus things, are a lot more like tall tales. Yeah. And I kind of like that as supplementary material to what we've just read. Like a a little community like that would be a lot of different things. Sometimes it would be sad and wistful and other times it would be you know kind of kooky like yep all these farmers just get together and on friday night they go box each other at the barn (laughs) i love that one of the one of the boxers was like the local priest and his name is like father pat heavenly fists (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) i mean that like that's i feel like something maybe i'm going into movie stereotypes t- t- yeah. i i feel like a lot of boxing stories there's like a heavy catholic influ- influ- influence on them daredevil right <laughs> is it, like his dad was a boxer he's kind of a boxer the story of daredevil is all about catholic g- guilt yeah and stuff like that uh when you see like Prison stories, like the 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 like local. I mean, I guess like the, the prison father, whatever mm-hmm. you c- call them. Uh, yeah, like they'll sponsor the boxing club or something like that. You know, they're they're. To me, in books and movies, they're typically involved in something like that. You might have
1: a point because I'm thinking back. I don't know if you've ever watched MASH. Some dads I are haven't. MASH dads I, I, and I, I know pass what that it is, along but... to their kids. Like you will be – you're going to know too much about MASH now. <laughs> That's what happened to me and my brother. Like the in that little army camp, there is a, a chaplain – and he is the sweet, meek, mild-mannered man of God, but, like, in college he was on the boxing team. And he can still—he's this wiry little guy, but if he needed to throw a punch, he could throw a punch. Yeah, it's,
0: like, I, I guess some of the lessons are the same. Like, how to get back up when you fall down, how to turn yeah. the other cheek, how to yeah. defend yourself, you know? Stuff, stuff up like that. Um but yeah <laughs> heavenly fists <laughs> it's a great name um i i really liked that story uh i thought that yeah. it, it was fun um i i that's kind of one of the stories i wish there was more of in this book like i i yeah. wish it wasn't like this the, this is a book that i think despite the like looming sadness and just mm-hmm. sense of l- 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 loss um stories like the about this boxing club kind of do the opposite of that and it's like Mm -hmm. i i want more of that in here because i know those stories are out there in essex county i mean in the world in in general Mm -hmm. but like i i i I want more essex county like despite it being as sad as it was i want Mm -hmm. more of it um I think it had a really good character interactions and and, and just good, good like snapshot moments. Yes. Right. And uh, for this boxing one in particular, like you get the revelation that, yeah, when his friend died, the like spirit of his friend stayed with him. And that's like what inspires him to box. It's like, oh, that's, I, that's neat. That's, that, 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 that's a good st- st- story, you know? I think one of the most emotional moments
1: in this entire collected book is in the second story when Vince dies. And Lou is, like, holding his brother as he dies. Yeah. And it's the frame is just on, like, Lou's face. And there's this, like, sound effect in the box. Like, tap, 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 tap. And I'm like, what, what does that mean? As like, what's going on? Tap, tap, do. tap, tap. And Pull then it the zooms out. Yeah, it zooms out, and it's I guess like the specters of all of their old hockey team, all dressed up and you know in their uniforms, just tapping their, their sticks on yeah. the ground. It was, be- it was it's,
0: beautiful. It's like it's like in Guardians of the Galaxy Two when the Ravagers <gasps> yes! show up for Yondu.
1: Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, just the Canadian version.
0: <laughs> uh. Yeah, that 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 was a really good good moment. So, mm-hmm. do you have anything else to say about Eddie Elephant Ears? What what in, in, <sighs> intri- intrigues you the most with that one?
1: Just the fact that it felt on the far and kind of outside of what the rest of the stories were about. That it's got that same sadness to it, but it's also like so much weirder. And, like, the other stories have this kind of mix of, uh, like, kind of fantasy and reality. Like, Lester imagining that he's a superhero and that, There's you know... an alien
0: invader. Yeah, but like this that, yeah. is,
1: like, no. This man was in a terrible car accident. His face is, like, nothing but bandages. And he has such bad memory now that he can only remember four things that so he ties four strings to each of his fingers so that he remembers those four things it seems like, more like an old
0: wives tale yeah rather than a yeah. l- 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 legend
1: like the weirdness about it isn't that kind of fantasy based it's like straight there in the world proven yeah. weirdness yeah i liked it it was a neat change I, I don't know how it could be expanded on and brought more into the stories of the other characters because it is kind of like it fits in and it doesn't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I kind of like just what it is just this couple pages long supplemental story in the back and like the r- only real like connection he has to the rest of the story is story. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that he knows Anne and like, if you tried to make him part of the big complicated family tree, I don't know it'd be I don't yeah. think it would work
0: despite me liking the boxing story so much mm-hmm. I think having the boxing story and the this one not in the main yes. story I think that helped out a lot because yes it does kind of ground uh the uh, other stories in more mm-hmm. reality yeah um, whereas these yeah do have a little bit more fantasy or magical realism to them um it helps. Good <laughs> e- editing choice, but I'm glad I still got to read them. hmm so, Yeah. Anything else that you want to uh, talk about with this book?
1: I just want to say real briefly, going back to uh, the way hockey has an impact on, like, the brothers' yes. lives in the second story, it reminded me of something I haven't thought of in a couple years, which was my mom's mom was a big baseball fan even up until she was like in her later years and she mm-hmm. could barely hear it she would still always put the cardinals game on she'd always be watching it and she died in october during playoff season and we buried her in all cardinals gear
0: there you go <laughs>
1: like she's wearing a little jersey and she had like a pin i'd got her and i think like a hat and everything and i hadn't thought about that in a little while i'm like oh yeah yeah interesting <laughs> like that's my that was like a personal connection i had to that like you're right like sport if you love sports that stays with you until your, your dying life, day yeah. and beyond
0: yeah interesting that could be an essex county story uh, yeah. uh, of its own someone was such a big fan of the <laughs> hockey t- team that they buried them in full-on hockey gear or something who knows um yeah. This was a, this was a good book. It was interesting because it was much sadder than we yeah. expected, I mm-hmm. believe, which is not not really what I was looking for or hoping for this week. E- it was yeah. kind of a downer. But yes, it was still it was still a good book. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm g- g- glad I re- re- read it. Um I said that there's still other things of jeff lumiere's which have been on my list for a long mm-hmm. time to check out including underwater welder yeah I have no idea what that is about but uh, i've heard good things that's so stressful i i want to check out some more of his work but melissa yeah uh what other things out there do you think people might like if they enjoyed this book
1: Especially the first story reminded me of kind of the country flip side to Hey Arnold. Interesting. Hey Arnold, which is set like in the middle of a city, but it it has that same vibe of like lots of little stories of like growing up and learning about the people around you and everybody's got a story to tell and a lot of them are sad, but there's this community that surrounds everybody no matter where you are or where you're from. Like, Hey Arnold is also a lot of kind of wistful, slightly melancholy, like kind of fantasy um, integrated Mm -hmm. slice of life stories. Like there's the story of like Pigeon Man, Who lives up on the roof with all of his pigeons? Yeah, yeah. He lives up on the roof with all of his pigeons and he doesn't feel like he belongs in society. So he ties a string to each of his pigeons and then to his waists. And like the pigeons just lift him up and he just flies away into the sunset. Like they're like, there's the story about the ghost train that the kids all go and investigate. This just felt like sad, lonely Canadian countryside. Hey, Arnold.
0: <laughs> Inter- interesting. That's a good yeah. call. Um, so I mentioned Sweet Tooth at the top of what the show. What is Sweet
1: Tooth about? Because you've mentioned it before.
0: Sweet Tooth is about this little boy who's uh-huh. a hybrid uh, between like human and deer. He has antlers. Uh, and he has uh he has a big sweet tooth which is where he gets his name so he mm-hmm. eats a lot of candy um uh, but they're he they're in this kind of i guess post apocalyptic world and it's one of those things like it, when it happened that's ca- kind of what caused all of these hybrid creatures uh and there's something with a cure and this old like oh. n- grizzled canadian ex-hockey player um right you know right yeah <laughs> um who's kind of like the uh like john wayne of the story or like the old man whoa, 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 whoa wolverine kind mm-hmm. of thing uh is taking sweet tooth kind of across the country to uh yeah like figure out this cure and stuff like that it's a really good book Um, it's also kind of has these sadder overtones Mm -hmm. to it but it is if you like post-apocalyptic stuff if you like good uh, character drama and interactions um, I like this story Essex County had that's another story by J.J.J.J.F. Lumiere I think you guys would really like um i'm trying to think what else i g- guess we also mentioned it that we did an episode on department h yes uh so scroll back in our episode history i don't remember what number it was mm-hmm. Uh, but we did we covered a i guess the first two or three volumes of department h
1: i think we covered um, the first half of it however that breaks down to like yeah. number of issues or volumes
0: yeah um and that's by matt kent uh and i think i, I don't remember if he's doing both the writing and the artwork or not i don't I remember don't. um right. but that would be one to check out because yeah. I think the artwork is very yes. similar yeah um, it is colored it has like watercolor tones mm, and stuff like beautiful that and it's
1: beautiful comic book. Yeah. yeah and i exactly it, like, the way humans and, like, their faces and their features are drawn in this kind of exaggerated way with, like, big square noses and, like, mm-hmm. little beady eyes and, like, simplistic features but still really expressive. Yeah. That has a lot
0: of that. Exactly. That one, however, is an underwater murder mystery.
1: hmm Very uh, different. So,
0: if, if you are interested in crime noir or underwater noir, <laughs> Would would be a, 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 aquatic noir? wet noir okay (laughs) Um, that would be a book to check out department H uh, which if you are clever unlike I was for the first like year and a half I knew about this book I didn't realize it spelled depth department H spells depth and I felt like such an idiot when I figured that out I was like god damn it why why am I not smart enough to know this <sighs> but yeah um, go, ch- go check that stuff out uh, but yeah mm-hmm. I think that wraps us up for Essex County but now Melissa it is your turn to pitch what we are going to be talking about for next week and I get to pick yeah
1: and I kind of I teased you what my framework
0: was going to be what my theme yes. was so Belinda, if you're listening <laughs> to this, check this out. I'll pr- probably message you mm-hmm. right after right after this cuz uh you you're, you're going to want to hear about this one. Uh
1: the release of Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming up, which oh, I know you're yeah. a huge fan of that franchise. I've never so played excited. it, but as a Disney fan, I have a good passing familiarity with it. And so my three pitches this week are three Disney movies, one that already has been represented in a Kingdom Hearts game, Uh one that is going to be a part of Kingdom Hearts 3, and one that isn't a part of the franchise at all, but I think could be a fun addition.
0: Interesting. Yes. Okay, hit me. What do you got? What's pitch number one? Pitch
1: number one is a movie I didn't even know was in Kingdom Hearts until I looked up the different Kingdom Hearts worlds. (laughs) This is Tron.
0: Yep. Tron is in Kingdom Hearts 2.
1: I didn't hear about that one. This is a 1982 film. This is directed by Steven Leisberger. And the description of this movie is, When talented computer engineer Kevin Flynn finds out that Ed Dillinger, an executive at his company, has been stealing his work, he tries to hack into the system. However, Flynn is transported into the digital world where he has to face off against Dillinger's computerized likeness, Sark, and the imposing master control program. Aided by Tron and Yori, Flynn becomes a freedom fighter for the oppressed programs of the grid.
0: The oppressed programs <laughs> of the grid.
1: So this is uh, like an old technical wonder yeah. that I think, even if it has been outpaced, is still regarded as like a major milestone in computer graphics and i've never seen the whole thing and i think it's time for like as my nerd cred i need to sit down and become more familiar with tron okay and That's if you pick this you are allowed pick. to add the optional add-on of also watching tron legacy i have seen that one weirdly enough i think i saw, I think I saw that one in
0: completely. theaters
1: yeah yeah so if you pick tron we could go ahead and do a double feature
0: okay Mm -hmm. interesting interesting pitch number two two two. this is the one that's going to be in yes okay
1: this is big hero (laughs) six this is a 2014 film let me double check who directed this don hall and chris williams and the description of this is Robotics Prodigy Hero lives in the city of San Fransokyo. Next to his older brother Tadashi, Hero's closest companion is Baymax, a robot whose sole purpose is to take care of people. When a devastating turn of events throws Hero into the middle of a dangerous plot, he transforms Baymax and his other friends Gogo Tamago, Wasabi, Honey Lemon, and Fred into a band of high-tech heroes. This is a really fun movie. You can see that I own it.
0: I love this movie.
1: This was the first Disney animated feature based off a really obscure Marvel property.
0: I've read the comics. They're awful.
1: That's they what I've heard. so
0: bad and slightly racist.
1: Yeah, that's uh, what I've heard. So, like, I think it's kind of nice that what we would be watching would be the best version of that story. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs> absolutely the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still waiting on the sequel. I want Big Hero 6 too. Yeah. <gasps> um yeah that was a fantastic movie i remember i saw it in the theaters i don't i think i saw it with an ex of mine mm. i don't remember anyways good movie very good i love it a lot mm-hmm. and stan lee has a cameo he I does it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is, like, some weird tangential, like, sixth cousin four times removed to the MCU. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Somehow, Stan Lee made Mm. it into animated form.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Pitch number three is something that isn't in Kingdom Hearts, but I think
0: should be. This is an interesting one. Yeah. Especially because I've played the games and you haven't. And so just for for your opinion to be like, well, I haven't played them, but I feel like this should be in in there. (laughs) So I'm interested to hear what you have to say.
1: I nominate this movie because I feel like this is the beginning of pop culture's obsession with smashing things up and crossing things over and putting all kinds of weird stuff together. It's Who Framed Roger Rabbit.
0: Oh, goodness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this was released in 1987 by Disney's Touchstone Pictures label, which was uh-huh. a label they use for things that are maybe like a little too mature or a little too odd to fit under the regular Disney banner. But it is a Disney property. Roger Rabbit was a huge presence in the Disney parks when this movie was big. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of become not forgotten over time, but just pushed to the wayside. And I think it's time we we give him his day in the sun. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? This is from, I think, 87. It was directed by Roger Zeme- uh, Robert Zemeckis. And it, this is a, uh, a milestone blending of kind of like Tron, live action and animation. Uh-huh. It's 1947 Hollywood, and Eddie Valiant, a down-on-his-luck detective, is hired to find proof that Marvin Acme, a gag factory mogul and owner of Toontown, is playing hanky-panky with femme fatale Jessica Rabbit, wife of maroon cartoon superstar Roger Rabbit. When Acme is found murdered, all fingers point to Roger, and the sinister, power-hungry Judge Doom is on a mission to bring Roger to justice." Roger begs the Toon hating valiant to find the real evildoer, and the plot thickens as Eddie uncovers scandal after scandal and realizes the very existence of Toontown is at stake.
0: Interesting. Oh, boy. So pitch number one was Tron. Pitch mm-hmm. number two is Big Hero Six. And pitch number three was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um Goodness, let's see. I I don't know. These are all good ones I kind of want to do kind of want to do Big Hero 6 okay because I I don't think I've seen it in a while and I kind of want to refresh my memory
1: okay Um, awesome
0: and hopefully that will inform me a little bit more for when I start playing Kingdom Hearts 3 when it comes out at the end of this month um yeah Big Hero awesome. Six.
1: That'll be a fun one. This is also a movie I really like, but haven't rewatched in several years.
0: Yeah, I know they've done like a manga adaption. I think there was a cartoon show. Yeah, based off of it as well. Um, so it's surprise. I, I guess not really surprisingly, but it's it's had um, it's had like multiple spinoffs now because yeah. of how. How well, this movie did. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, good for them. Good for them. Um, I guess that wraps us up. We will be covering Big Hero 6 for next week. I'm excited.
1: This will Uh, be fun.
0: Yeah. Um... If you guys uh, enjoyed this show and you want to support us on Patreon, that would be a huge help. Uh, We could absolutely use your support. For just a dollar a month, you can help keep our mics on and the lights on and everything else here. All of that money goes back into our shows. Patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can throw away your life savings into our uh, paypal account mm-hmm. um that being said um melissa where can they find you on the interwebs
1: you can find me on twitter and instagram at Wilkywit. that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t i might post a picture of the giant snowstorm
0: that exists outside my apartment there we go
1: trapping me in a living snow globe <laughs>
0: You can find me on uh, on Twitter and Instagram as Yo Kyle Springer, uh, and if you guys want updates about this show or any of our other podcasts, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the Whatnots. Uh, and I believe that is it. Go follow us on t- Twitch. Go follow us on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe, sell your soul, hit the bell, do whatever you need to do with all the social media stuff. That being said. We will see you next week. Adios, guys. Bye.